Hello and welcome to this week's MoTrade Talk. My name is Steve Corwood. And I'm Nick McDonald. And this is episode three. And uh, this week we're going to be covering, well, it's a little bit quiet. That's what we're getting back. Um, it's a bit quiet. It's a bit quiet out there. Um, so that's what we're going to cover. We're going to cover some bits and pieces, um, some feedback that we've had from dealers that we've had conversations with, some things that you can do, and um, hopefully some actions that you can take to help you on that journey to try and find some more customers where you feel it's a bit quiet. But first off, here's a little intro. We'll be back with you soon. Right, Nick. It's getting a little bit quiet out there is what we're getting told. Um, yeah, there's a door nail. Yeah, it stops getting harder to shift is uh, seems to be one of the consensus that we be, we're getting told. We're speaking to several dealers this week that we work with and there's quite a few people saying, you know, we need to shift some stock. So what, what what's uh, what's your take? What have you, what have you heard on the grapevine this week? Well, yeah, the usual variations on it's quiet, it's dead, I haven't seen anyone, all the rest of it. I think, firstly, it can be quite demoralising, you know, if you're one-man band, you know, or sat there on a weekend, you know, away from your family and no one's buying, it can seem hard, so that's the first thing. Secondly, I think it's not going to stay quiet. Everything in the press is there's still real shortage of new car supply. Fleets are holding on to stock for longer. Um, so, you know, with limited supply should mean there's more customers per cars. So it will come back, but, you know, for various reasons, we, you know, we already know it, it is quiet. Um, and, you know, it's not, it's not any great help to people that it's going to come back because bills need to be paid, staff need to be paid and people need to feed the families. So, yeah, it's um, it's about now. I don't think it's any reason to get worried about the future, but, you know, hopefully we can explore some ideas as to what people can do now to maybe just get that one or two sales that pay the bills. Yeah, and I think what we've found is, I mean, the thing is, we forget as well, it's just been Easter holidays, you know. We can go one way or the other. The weather's been fairly decent, um, you know, it's going to drop off a little bit like you say there's still shortage in supply prices have changed a little bit so i know that everyone's a little bit skeptical around that and they're wanting to shift some stock which i think we covered a week or maybe even two weeks ago saying let's just mm. shift the metal let's do our job but you know what can we do why we sh why should we do certain things um some of the questions that we get asked is what what should we do around we had john on last week from social tap didn't we yeah. And, um, since then as well, we're still getting a few questions asking, well, what, what should we do? Why should we do stuff in social media? And one of the reasons why I think we should be doing stuff in social media, from certainly from what we see from our perspective, is that if you're consistent in social media and you're doing the right things and you're putting your stock on a platform that is free to use, unless you want to do paid for options, obviously, it's reaching more people. It's not costing you anything. And when people start to see it, it starts to become a regular occurrence. And sometimes it just catches someone's eye. And um, 
I think that's one of the biggest reasons why, you know, why not, I think, is what people should be asking. Why should you not use social media? What do you think, Nick? Something John said on the last podcast, actually, was about doing social media might not sell you any cars now, but it will in the future. And so I think what's important is some of this advice may not sell you any cars in this quiet period, but it won't be the last quiet period. So implementing these may get you through the next quiet period if they don't, do, they don't now. You know, the buyers on social medias on social media may not actually be buyers yet. They're not on AutoTrader looking for cars. But if they joined your social media a year ago because they like the content you put out, if they're not actively looking, but they are in two weeks' time, they may come across your cars or your services because they followed you a year ago. And I think that's, you know, it's never a bad Sometimes, sometimes it can, can be impulsive as well, can't it? They're just yeah. scrolling through the feed and they go, ooh, I like the look of that. All of a sudden, it's, it, it can sometimes... And, we, and the problem is, I think, we can't always gauge unless we have certain things like UTM parameters without going off on one in our posts and stuff like that so we know where it's come from and the source. But I think people actually really undervalue it because they don't know whether it has actually come from certain things. But I think being consistent and, and doing it is the reason why we should be posting in there. And that moves on to, you know, a lot of people are like, how do we post? In social media it might sound really mad you know we all know how to use it but how 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 do we post and what should we be doing while we post um you know really i think most dealers are taking top quality images these days yeah. of vehicles but when they go on social media sometimes they might have a feed so feeds are great if you can't be bothered to do your own posts but organically, if you post on there directly with uh, with pictures or video, it will organically get a better reach. And you're spending all this time getting great images. Some, you know, some have got 70, 80 images. Condense it a little bit and put some nice angles and post on there with a nice little description about the vehicle. And obviously, with a call to action at the end. For more information or to view this vehicle or whatever it may be hit hit the link here and if someone is interested they will hit the link they might see something they might have a look at other things i mean i i do that i'm not not cars obviously because we see them every day but i do it on other stuff i don't know, I don't know what think. do you know amazon do something really clever and i've only just realized it's clever while you're talking but i don't know if you get amazon adverts on your facebook feed but it's like an item and you're not quite sure what it is. And the description isn't quite enough to know what it is. And I then click on it and they'll go, ah, oh, that's what it is. That's clever. Didn't know I needed one of them, but I'm tempted to buy it. And I guess that's the same kind of with cars. We know what cars are. We, you know, we know they're there, but it is that case of to being tempted to click the link. And you don't know what rabbit hole people then go down. You know, I see that nice black BMW you know, I wonder, I wonder exactly how much it is or how many miles has it done. You know, you may well get people clicking just to go down that rabbit hole. That's a good point, Nick, because we do a lot of posts that don't have the price, the, mm. the vehicle price. And yeah, we get some people, why don't you put the price? I'll tell you why, because we want you to hit the link. Mm. 
we want you to come and have a look, get more detail and get more information around it. Not that we're hiding it, but and people think, oh, you must be hiding it. No, no. It's for an act for an action, and it's exactly the same reason as what we're saying there about Amazon um, and why they do what they do, and just creating that little bit more desire. You know, someone hits that link, they they've got some kind of interest to to then go on. And if you are doing paid for advertising, which is another conversation, obviously you can do stuff like retargeted marketing. So if someone's pressed on your links, you can actually, you know, um, retarget them people, which you know, is really powerful stuff. And that's, you know, conversations we've had before. And if anyone needs any direction, you or I can po point them in the right direction so they can get the help around that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think when it gets a little bit quieter, um, we really need to look at other things as well. Like, you know, our stock costs, I know we are all looking at what prices are doing and everything else, but you know, go back and have a look through the images and the videos and stuff like that and, and just see, you know, price positions, you know, if you use auto trader retail or whatever it may be, just see where you sat, make sure that you've got everything that you can to, to get that vehicle in front of the right people. If you need to make some changes in the description, rewrite it, you know, for five minutes of your time, it's worth doing. Um, and, you know, one of the other things I think a lot of people are saying is, you know, well, when, you know, when should we post stuff and where should we post it? You know, not, we're not just talking Facebook here. We've got Instagram, you know, some of us use TikTok, uh, some of us use Twitter as well, or some of us across all these platforms. Well, if you're using them and you're creating decent content and posting it out there anyway, post it. Yeah. And don't be afraid to post on your own Facebook or your staff's Facebook. You know, I this, this this is one thing I always notice as well is, you know, you go into a restaurant and they've got the specials board. Yeah. Some people go and read the specials board. Some people won't. And most people won't order from the specials. I'm one of them people that forget about the specials board, order my food, and then I'm wounded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the waitress comes over and tells you about the specials specifically and says, I recommend this. This is really nice. Are you more likely to buy that special or less? You're more likely. Yeah. And why are they pushing it? Maybe because it's got more margin in it. Maybe because they've made a special out of the stock that they need to get rid of. And in car dealer world, if you've got a piece of stock that you want to get rid of or you want the money in the bank, go and tell people about it. Make it. Don't make it the specials board that's on AutoTrader. Make it the specials board that you as the waitress or waiter uh, go and tell people about. Post it on your social media. I've got this car. It's the special of the week. Look at the extras it's got on it. Who's buying this before it disappears? Go and do it. Yeah, the, and, and the reasons why, and I think you've just made a really good point again there. Um, you know, your own personal Facebooks or your staff's own personal Facebook or Instagram pages or Instagram reels or stories. You know, when you're using a personal one, we do naturally reach a hell of a lot more people. People mm. who are following you on a personal page are engaging with you as a person. So you're going to reach these people. And again, everything is about consistency. Because people might post one today and go, oh, I didn't even get a phone call. Didn't even get a, anyone's not messaged me about that car. I'm not doing that again. Mm. It's like, 
doesn't work like that. No. Be consistent around it or as consistent as you can be. We're all really busy. You know, I'm, I'm here saying about being consistent. I'm not the most consistent. I'm pretty good at it, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty busy as well. So, but, you know, be consistent about it and do like you say, fluff it up, make it the big thing, you know, make it, make it, this is why you should come and have this car. Um, make it about that rather than anything else. Um, making sure that the end product that you're putting out there, the images and everything else glorifies everything and it looks great. And people really want to think, oh, actually I'm getting something there. I'm getting a deal. Everyone likes to get a deal. Yeah. But equally, don't worry about the, the the detailing. If you've never done it before, just get started. You'll get better at it, but you won't get anywhere unless you get started. No, it's definitely the quickest way for people to that is underutilized when we're in a situation where we're speaking to people when they're saying, you know, it's a little bit quiet. I need to move some stock. But, you know, get on there. The other thing is like Facebook pages, you know, buying, selling your certain area sell your sell cars go on there look at the facebook pages and the groups join them and post your stuff in there it's free it's yeah. absolutely free and then the other thing is nick where uh we've had quite a few co conversations is around about you know when people are posting about financial on this car from now this is where you can really help because this is uh this is your bread and butter what can and can't and what should they do if they want to put you know let's be honest a lot of people are payment driven they want to spend an x amount per month so it's not so much about the car being 10 grand it's about how much it's going to cost me on a monthly payment yeah i mean without getting really boring because no one would listen to a compliance podcast i'm sure uh, <laughs> The, the, the fact of the matter is the easiest thing to post without having to put any detail is finance available. You're allowed to post that without any more detail whatsoever. If so, you no, so if you put finance available, you can't put payment. Correct. And so if you, so that's fine. So it's just put the post, finance available, you're all right, you're covered. Yeah. Do you want to put, put in 250 quid a month? what needs to follow that well full disclosure of your fca status that you're a credit broker that you may receive a commission your firm reference number an address an apr a full typical example uh, make sure it's accurate you can't post a weekly payment unless the lender intended can actually collect payments weekly not just con uh, not just you know contract monthly uh, sorry contract weekly rather than just collect weekly um, so you've kind of got to do everything unless you do anything, if you do anything more than finance is available. That said, it's not too difficult to get a template for these things. You know, maybe, maybe what we should do is drop a little template in yeah, sure. for, for, you know, a free one if we can, a little template yeah, sure. away so they, it can just be sort of either copy and pasted or, or, or just written out and, at the same time, we'll do that with some of this how and why and how you can schedule posts and see when the best time for your audience is on, on social. So if we drop them bits in there, um, we'll drop it with this video. And if you're listening on the podcast, you'll be able to get it on um, the Facebook group, Metal Trade Talk. Uh, make sure you come over to that. But 
like you say, if you've got that template, you can just structure around it, yeah? Yeah, and most dealers have got a finance calculator, either from their lender or code readers or iVendi or something like that on their website. So you can, you'll already have those examples. It's a, kind, it's a case of just copying that information, making sure it's all in, maybe have a border that's got your disclosure in. And other than that, yeah, just get them posted. But you're right, you know, cars with monthly payments are always going to do better than, than the cash sale. As long as you've got a cash price in there, you're not excluding cash customers. Um, but yeah, it's a little tricky around what you've got to put in there, but um, template it. Yeah, that's cool. So we'll get a template, we'll drop it in here. Uh, or if anyone needs anything, they can just drop me or you a message and we can get it to them, can't we? That's not yeah. a problem. Um, anything else, Nick, on this week that you feel like? I don't think so. Short and sweet this week. I think the message is just um, do a little bit more. You know, it might might not do anything, but if you sat on your hands waiting for customers, you might as well do something and have a go. Um, yeah. Got some big episodes coming up, some really interesting topics, um, really important and don't get talked about enough. So make sure you subscribe and uh, look, for, look, look out for the future episodes. Perfect. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you've enjoyed this week's Melt Trade Talk. We'll drop some information around social media, hows, whats, wheres, and whens, and some compliance information for social posts with this video or on our Facebook group page.